Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 73 is entitled, Virtues versus Vices. The Apostle Peter refers to the saints as the elect. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. 1 Peter 1, 1-2 Peter, who above refers to the elect according to the foreknowledge of God, also introduces another concept very important to Christians, foreordination. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. 1 Peter 1, 19-20 First of all, notice that the saints are the elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Second of all, notice that Christ is foreordained before the foundation of the world to be our Savior. It follows that the saints are also foreordained before the foundation of the world to be the elect. Foreordination, however, is not the same as predestination. In other words, to be foreordained does not guarantee salvation because we have our agency. The purpose of the two epistles of Peter is to teach the saints how to make their calling and election sure. Notice that in Peter's second epistle, he refers to the saints as those that have obtained like precious faith. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. 2 Peter 1, 1-3 In the first epistle, Peter talks about the election of the saints. In the second epistle, Peter talks about the calling of the saints. Quote, through the knowledge, or foreknowledge, of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, unquote. Therefore, we are introduced to the phrase, calling and election. Peter then defines the theme of his two epistles. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Second Peter 1.10 to have your calling and election made sure is to have the assurance of salvation through divine revelation. It is a goal that every Christian desires. It is what Peter calls a more sure word of prophecy. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. 2 Peter 1, 19. That defines the difference between foreordination and predestination. The saints are foreordained to become the elect and to be called to glory and virtue. But in order to obtain those promises, one must give diligence to making your calling and election sure. It is conditional. Peter says, 
If you do these things, you shall never fall. Now, we must discover what, quote, these things, unquote, refer to. To do that, we must examine both epistles. We won't be surprised to discover that Peter is talking about the perfect law of liberty, the royal law, or the virtues of Christ. Let's simply work through the chapters of each of the epistles and list some of those virtues discussed by Peter, as well as some of the vices that Peter says we should avoid. In 1 Peter, the following virtues are listed. Sanctification, obedience, mercy, hope, faith, trial of our faith, sober, hope to the end, grace, holiness, no respect of persons, purification, love, pure heart, born again, laying aside malice, guile, hypocrisies, envies, evil speakings, desire the sincere milk of the word, chosen generation, royal priesthood, holy nation, peculiar people, abstain from fleshy lusts, honesty, good works, submission, bishop of our souls, chaste conversation, meek and quiet spirit, of one mind, compassionate, love as brethren, courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise blessing, refrain tongue from evil, refrain lips from speaking guile, do good, seek peace, sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, meek, having a good conscience, sober, watchful unto prayer, fervent charity, Use hospitality without grudging. Rejoice, not a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or busybody. Feed the flock of God, sober, vigilant, steadfast, giving all diligence, faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, charity. In Second Peter, the following vices are listed. False prophets false teachers, heresies, denying the Lord, pernicious, truth evil spoken of, covetousness, feigned words, filthy conversation, walk after the flesh, in the lust of uncleanness, despise government, presumptuous, self-willed, speak evil of dignities, natural brute beasts, speak evil of things that they don't understand, Count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots, blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings, having eyes full of adultery, cannot cease from sin, beguiling, unstable souls, covetous, forsaken the right way, gone astray, follow the way of Balaam who loved the wages of unrighteousness, wells without water, clouds carried with a tempest, Speak great swelling words of vanity, allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, servants of corruption. However, speaking of those who obey the laws of God by following the virtues, the Apostle Peter exclaims, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Peter divides those exceeding great and precious promises into three classes. Promise 1 that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world. 2 Peter 1.4 
In other words, by acquiring the virtues of Christ, we take upon ourselves the divine nature of Christ. That can only be done by escaping the vices, what Peter calls the corruption that is in the world. He also said, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Promise 2. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that he shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 1.8 In other words, if we take upon us the virtues of Christ, we will increase in our knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Having the divine nature is the only way we can know Christ. Promise 3. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to making your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. 2 Peter 1.10 Salvation comes with a price, obedience. Peter tells us to give diligence to making our calling and election sure. It is conditional. Peter said, if ye do these things. Obviously, if we do not do those things, our calling and election will not be made sure. Peter warns us, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Perhaps some reach a state of purity to the point where God, through revelation, confirms that their calling and election are made sure and that they won't fall. For most of us, however, I suspect that the only safety is in enduring to the end. Endure to the end is a common theme in the Holy Scriptures. James said, Behold, we count them happy which endure. Peter said, Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. There is no hiatus from being good. Virtues cannot be used to excuse vices. Paul admonished, Be not weary in well-doing. The purpose of us coming to earth was to become more like Christ. Speaking for Christ, Peter records, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Peter tells us how to be holy. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flowers of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. 1 Peter 1, 22-25 Just look at the pattern. Christ came to earth to gain a physical body. Christ who created us sent us to earth to gain a physical body. Christ was resurrected. The resurrection is a free gift to all the descendants of Adam and Eve through Christ. Christ is the only true model. Everything else is counterfeit. The rest, according to the law of agency, depends upon our own choices. In the Sermon on the Mount, the Savior said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, 
and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Matthew seven twenty one through 23 The only way we can know Christ is to take upon us the attributes of Christ. Those attributes are contained in the virtues. A Christ-centered life means to be focused on the virtues of Christ. Without living the virtues of Christ, we cannot know Christ. The Savior continued, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Matthew seven twenty four through 27 Peter admonishes us to grow in grace, and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To grow in grace, we must heed the words of the Savior, as Christ said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.